This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Hey, it's 12.03 on a blustery and cold Monday afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour. I'm Rob Hart. McDonald's tweaking its classic burgers. We'll get the latest in our next segment. But right now, questions of privacy and control are strongly in play as artificial intelligence explodes. We welcome in Matt Wren, tech expert and founder of VRAR in Chicago. Matt, thank you for joining Joining us today, last night, the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, was on 60 Minutes and uh, talking about the rollout of Google's AI chatbot called Bard. And Matt, this is very interesting. For the first time in my life following new technological innovations and trends, this is the first time where the CEO of the company rolling out a new product is warning of the dangers to society. Thanks for having me back, Rob. Yeah, you know... That's one of the big things about artificial intelligence is when you get into it, nobody actually like we don't really know exactly how it works. Like we know what it takes to program it. We know, you know, how to make it do certain things like the, the BARD system or chat GPT. But under the hood, how it's actually formulating its own, I guess, thoughts or, the, you know, the, the process that it's using to predict, to create the text that it's going to respond with, it's creating it on its own. And, you know, to, to certain people, that makes them nervous. And, and during this segment, uh, correspondent Scott Pelley played around with uh, some of the artificial intelligence applications, uh, asking it to uh, write a short story and then watching uh, robots teaching themselves to play soccer. And all of this came with a dire warning that we just do not know yet what this is going to mean for society. But that dire warning also came with a little bit of a hopeful spin that since we're seeing the consequences right now, you could potentially head them off before they become a society disrupting event, unlike what we saw with social media. Well, I mean, if you think about almost any technology advancement, we talk about self-driving cars. Are they going to put everybody who, who drives for a living out of business? Are you talk about... Um, you know, cell phones, what, what would they do in mobility? And what would, what were cell phones going to replace laptop computers? With AI, especially with generative AI, so the, the concept of an AI that can write text or that can generate images, you start to think, okay, is that going to is that gonna harm the economy? Because there's so many people who are in coding positions. If, if, if there's AI that can write code or there's so many people, you know, who write for a living, whether it's marketing or news stories even, you name it, will the AI replace that? Um, over time, I think the AI is going to be an assistant, but I don't really think you're going to see it be a replacement. I think ultimately you're going to see a whole new category of jobs and sort of job skills spin up of being able to effectively use AI. 
And uh, Matt, the the best part about this conversation is that uh, we can pick this up tomorrow because you will be a panelist in our uh, YouTube live forum from our performance studio here at WBBM. The uh, it's called AI Friend or Foe, and we'll talk about uh, not only just the uh, chat bots but other applications of artificial intelligence. Uh, so join uh, Matt Wren, others. Uh, I'll be moderating this discussion. You can see it tomorrow afternoon live at three thirty on the WBBM YouTube page. And uh, this is great because uh, I've mentioned this many times, and that is whenever you do an AI segment on the Noon Business Hour, I always wish the discussion could be about an hour long because there are so many different topics uh, not only to uh, discuss but go in-depth on. And we actually, my wish came true, we can actually uh, have that conversation tomorrow. So uh, be sure to join Matt and other experts and uh, myself on the WBBM YouTube page tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 for AI Friend or Foe. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Chicago-based McDonald's is rolling out what it describes as a series of small changes to its hamburgers. Let's get the details. Details from Ali Maradi, restaurants and retail reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Ali, thank you for joining us today. And describe some of the changes to the McDonald's hamburger. Is this an earth-shattering menu alteration? No, it's really not. You know, they're kind of these small tweaks that added together, they say, make a difference. But, um, you know, they're going to basically, the buns will be softer and freshly toasted. The cheese will be perfectly melted. And there's going to be these white onions that will be added to the patties while they're still on the grill to give them this juicier, caramelized flavor. Uh, the Big Macs will get more Big Mac sauce, that kind of thing. And this is something that has been underway, or at least uh, in the testing phase, in international markets. Australia, Canada, Belgium, they have all experienced the tweaked McDonald's hamburger, and it appears to be a success. Yeah, they first started testing this in Australia in 2019, actually. So it's been in the works a while. Now they're being rolled out um, in some West Coast cities and are expected to be in all U.S. stores by 2024. And the, is, is this in response to just uh, in, just increased competition, uh, other fast food restaurants uh, really uh, uh, jumping into fresher ingredients uh, with both feet? Well, you know, it's part of their broader uh, growth strategy. They announced back in January and they're going to make a few changes, right? They say that they're going to open more stores at a faster pace around the country and around the world. And they're going to double down on menu items that are performing well. So sort of like their fried chicken, those sorts of things, but also retool and just listen to customers is something that they said that they're really going to focus on. And this sort of falls into that category, right? Their classic hamburgers sell pretty well. They're Big Macs, obviously. Um, It's what makes McDonald's McDonald's. So they just want to make sure that they're really focusing on that and making it even better for customers. And then how does this tie into the uh, larger restructuring we saw earlier this month uh, that also led to uh, some cutbacks? Yeah, great question. So, uh, yeah, earlier this month, they laid off uh, hundreds of people, uh, corporate employees, and that is also part of this broader growth plan that I mentioned. You know, 
as part of focusing in on some of the you know menu items that are doing well. They're really pushing innovation and digital ordering. They're also trimming some initiatives that don't do well for them. We haven't heard a ton about what those were and what teams specifically were affected by those layoffs earlier this month, but we know that they hit workers that had been there for decades um, and also newer workers as well. So it seems to really run the gamut. And McDonald's is also uh, publicizing this change in its hamburger by uh, bringing back an employee despite his criminal record, and that is the Hamburglar. Yes, he's coming back as sort of a marketing tool for these burgers, and uh, we'll see him in the company's newest commercial. Now, I, I didn't know the Hamburglar went away, but it seems like the next level of Hamburglar reintroduction is to uh, reinstall the Hamburglar jail that was in all McDonald's playlands when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Ali Marotti, restaurants and retail reporter, Crane Chicago Business. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up next, Apple has launched a new savings account. An economy of words. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Apple has officially launched its Apple Card savings account. Let's learn about the features from Ted Rossman, industry analyst at creditcards.com based in New York. Ted, thanks for joining us today. Before we talk about the rather uh, competitive annual percentage yield, the uh, savings account offers. Is Apple the first tech company to offer this type of product? It's definitely unique the way they're doing it. You know, there are a lot of fintechs partnering with banks, and in this case, it's Apple and Goldman Sachs. But what I think is really notable here is just how ingrained this is in the broader suite of financial services that Apple and Goldman are building out. So that includes a credit card. It includes a peer-to-peer payment service. They recently debuted a buy now, pay later product. It all fits together. And what's really unique is that to get this Apple savings product, you have to have the Apple credit card. And to get that, you need to have the Apple phone. So it's really doubling down, I would say, maybe even tripling or quadrupling down on their loyal user base. The uh, annual percentage yield for the uh, Apple Card savings account is 4.15%, which is, uh, it's safe to say it's up there. Yup, it's number 11 on our list of savings yields. So the top is from UFB Direct at 5.02%. But yeah, 4.15 is definitely good. Uh, I would advise anybody who is getting next to nothing on their savings, that now is a really good time to shop around. Rates have risen tremendously over the past year. One of the selling points of this Apple savings account is you can get your daily cash back from your Apple credit card paid into this account, but you could also bring money in from elsewhere. So if you have money at a big brick and mortar bank that's earning next to nothing, you know, this would be a really good option or or look at one of these other banks that's offering an attractive yield. Um, Apple is much more of a household name than UFB Direct and some of the other ones towards the top of the table. But as long as it's FDIC insured, it's basically free money to get a better return on your savings. I was going to say, is is this technically an Apple product or a Goldman Sachs product? Goldman Sachs is the bank that's involved here. So it is FDIC insured up to all those usual limits, $250,000 per depositor, per ownership category. So nothing to worry about there. I do find it interesting that Goldman has been pulling back on its consumer finance aspirations in recent years. They are still in tight with Apple, with the Apple card and with this 
product. They're kind of in the background of the buy now, pay later product. Um, but in general, Goldman and its Marcus brand has actually been pulling back. Like they're not originating new personal loans anymore. So I do find this interesting that this is going ahead at a time when, you know, some of the other Marcus products are being shuttered. Ted Rossman, industry analyst with CreditCards.com, based in New York. Thank you for joining us today. Still ahead, dealing with medical debt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. A protest march in Washington features students from across the U.S. The launch of a huge rocket in Texas has been put on hold. Medical debt can be one of the toughest financial burdens you can face. And at Stock Picker Monday, we'll get a couple of suggestions from an investing pro. WBBM business markets are lower. The Dow down 16 points. The NASDAQ is down 26 and the S&P 500 is down six. We have 38 degrees right now in Chicago under cloudy skies going up to 42. Could see some snow showers this afternoon. It's 1231. Topping our news at the half hour, students from around the country marched in Washington, D.C. today demanding the reinstatement of a federal ban on assault weapons. The details from CBS News correspondent Christopher Cruz. The march was timed to coincide with the return of Congress to Washington. The founder of the group March 4th, Kitty Brantner, told CBS News Radio the intent of the march is to put faces to the hurt, the heartbroken, and the helpless. It's gotten to a point where students have to advocate for their own right to survive a school day. The students plan to deliver to members of Congress information about legislation that's been introduced in the House and Senate that would reauthorize a federal ban on military-style firearms. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. The launch of a huge rocket made by Elon Musk's company is being delayed. SpaceX called off its first attempt to launch its giant 400-foot Starship rocket from South Padre Island, Texas, because of a problem with the first stage booster. decision right now is that we are going to stop the launch for today. We're going to transition the launch attempt to a wet dress rehearsal. No people or satellites were aboard for the launch attempt. The company plans to use Starship to send astronauts and cargo to the moon and ultimately Mars. Jim Crisula, CBS News. It's 1232 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are lower. We're joined by Jeff Kilberg, founder and CEO of KKM Financial based in Chicago. Jeff, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Markets are indeed lower, but not by much. So is it fair to say that investors and traders are merely treading water today? Yeah, I think that's right, Rob. We're really trying to get a better understanding of earnings seasons. We did see J.P. Morgan, a big bank, the biggest bank in the country, kick off earnings season with a very positive note. J.P. Morgan was up 7% last Friday, and here we are trying to get a better understanding. We have Bank of America coming out. We have Morgan Stanley. We have Goldman Sachs. And we're trying to really understand, in the wake of Silicon Valley Bank, was that isolated? Was that just a regional bank? Was that mismanaged treasury book going to affect the larger market? And right now, the mega banks are saying no. 
This is not going to affect the broader market. That wasn't isolated bet. So that's good news for investors. Looking uh, under the hood of some of the uh, big bank uh, first quarter reports, I mean, obviously, uh, they should be doing fairly, fairly well. I mean, just because of the higher interest rate environment and uh, making some more money off of their loan portfolio. But uh, you know, what are their customers telling them? Well, the, the customers are telling that they want safety. So you are seeing a lot of assets gravitate towards the bigger banks, the J.P. Morgans, the Goldman Sachs, the Bank of America. But what's fascinating to see is the net income. If you want to sound a little smarter at your next cocktail party, Rob, net interest margin, the acronym is NIM. And the NIM, the net interest income, is really doubling in most of these bigger banks. Therefore, they're enjoying the higher yields. Now, we're all not enjoying higher yields because we're paying more in mortgages, we're paying more in car loans, but this is a, a byproduct and a positive for these bigger banks, and that will allow some of the consumers to get lower rates for their banking services if it's a small business over it's a big business. Some of the biggies reporting this week, Tesla, IBM, and Netflix, and uh, we talked about uh, in the earlier segment that you don't believe the uh, uh, the technical boo-boo that uh, delayed the live broadcast of the Love is Blind reunion will cause any real problems for Netflix going forward. But uh, it just goes to show you, though, some of the challenges that these streamers are facing. Uh, not only, you know, the, 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 the free money era is over, so you have to pare back on programming, and now you got to find new ideas like live programming. And if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, it's a headline. That's right. And, and offline, Rob, you're going to have to fill me on this uh, Love Me reunion. I'm not really aware of that, but it sounds like you're quite the fan. But I, You know what? Very- Strangely enough, I, I, I have no idea what Love is Blind is, actually. I just heard a lot of people complaining about the fact I, that well, the— We're going to have to dig in on that. But if you think of you know where we are from a year-to-day perspective— you, know, you are seeing Netflix recover up about 15%, and, and Netflix continues to be consumed, and they have pricing power. That's the biggest thing we've kind of learned, Rob, throughout this post-COVID-19 world we live in. Which companies actually have pricing power? Which were more uh, of a COVID you were kind of beholden to them, like a Zoom or whatnot? So I think Netflix has the ability, but Tesla, we're going to be keeping an eye on. That's been a very volatile stock we've seen come down dramatically we like tesla i think they can continue to sharpen the pen on their price point and compete so we talk about this week this is just a great cross-section because you talk about j and j you talk about ibm some of the stalwarts of the economy and we have seen earning expectations be diminished going into this due to the uncertainty from the federal reserve so i think that poises the market to move higher here because there has been some negative sentiment and here we are at the higher end of the range for the S&P 500. If you get a couple of these companies deliver positive forward guidance, you're going to see the market move potentially 4 or 5% higher by the end of May. Whose forward guidance, though, uh, carries more weight in these discussions? I mean, obviously, the banks have already reported, uh, but what, you know, what kind of outlook on the economy does have that market mover potential? You know, I look at a Johnson & Johnson. I really want to understand what U.S. consumers are doing, and they really are the bellwether. So that's an essential 40 name. We own Johnson & Johnson, but they really give us a, a nice idea and perception of where consumers are feeling. Because the consumer is really strong still, which has been very surprising to a lot of the economists, all those smart PhDs, Rob, they talk about the consumer weakening. We just haven't seen it yet. We're seeing people travel, but J&J should be a good indication of what is to come short-term for the stock market. Well, Jeff, next time we talk, we'll both uh, binge uh, Love is Blind so we can have a full in-depth discussion on uh, all the various uh, storylines and contestants. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Jeff Kilberg, founder and CEO of KKM Financial, based in Chicago. Coming up next, 
next need-to-know strategies to get out of medical debt. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Medical debt can be one of the most crippling things to face individuals and families. Let's get some insight on dealing with the financial challenge from Amy Wilburn, bankruptcy attorney with Lincoln Goldfinch Law in Austin, Texas. Amy, thank you for joining us today. You know, on a percentage basis, Amy, how many Americans are facing medical debt these days and what is the average balance? You know, we have recent reporting that shows that four out of 10 people here in the United States have some kind of medical debt. Um, A lot of people fall into bankruptcy because of that. And it looks like right now, not just medical debt, but just the amount that's in collections is about $88 billion. And if you find yourself uh, facing a rather large balance for a medical procedure or procedures, uh, what are some things you can do right away to potentially lower that amount or have it erased entirely? There are a couple different strategies that I recommend for people. The first stop should be at the business office of the hospital or your, your care provider. Every hospital has something called charity care. So if you go to the business office and talk to them about how you're having a difficult time uh, paying for this medical debt, they will often allow you to apply for charity care, which can reduce or eliminate that debt. Another option, of course, I'm a bankruptcy attorney. Uh, Medical debt is 100% dischargeable in bankruptcies. So definitely talk to your local bankruptcy attorney to to see what kind of options are available for you. And then what are some of the circumstances uh, that result in somebody racking up a a large amount of medical debt? Is it just uh, a a medical emergency that needs to be taken care of and then the bills come in later? Sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes it's some kind of catastrophic illness that just goes on and on. If you have routine pain management or a cancer diagnosis, you might need to keep seeing a specialist and that's going to rack up those bills. But really, a lot of folks are just one fall or one illness away from uh, incurring medical debt. And if you're an hourly worker or somebody who doesn't have sick time accrued, then you're losing income as well. That makes it awfully hard to pay the bill. And then when it comes to uh, looking at your health insurance plan, I mean, most people get them through their employer, and so you have not much in the way of choice in the matter of uh, of, of plans and, and, and contingencies they cover. But uh, are there some things you should look for in your health insurance plan to avoid a large medical debt situation in the future? Make sure that if you are signing up for your insurance plan that your medical team that you currently have is included in the plan. You also want to make sure that the hospital that you would most likely be taken to is also included in the plan. You don't want to have a plan that only covers hospital X when you really only go to hospital Y because then you'll end up owing some money there. And then if you're not insured, please make sure that you get some kind of insurance from the marketplace. You might even be able to afford a catastrophic plan. So if you have something where you get admitted to the hospital or something huge happens, at least you can lessen the the impact. And 
And, and then, then very quickly, because we've seen a lot of segments and a lot of stories about uh, an entity, a church, maybe buying up uh, a large amount of medical debt from a, uh, a, 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 a second party or third party provider and then just discharging everyone's debt that was involved in that. Um, does that happen very often? I don't think it happens very often. We see it in the news just because it is something that's unusual. But there are a lot of charities around many different towns across the country, often churches, United Way-affiliated organizations, that will cover some medical debt or have some kind of cash allowance if you do have that kind of debt. Amy Wilburn, bankruptcy attorney with Lincoln Goldfinch Law in Austin, Texas. Thank you for joining us today. Join us at this time tomorrow for Travel Tuesday and still to come, our Monday Stock Picker. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Stock Picker Monday and helping us out today is Ken Crawford, Portfolio Manager with Argent Capital in Clayton, Missouri. Ken, thank you for joining us today. And uh, you have two selections for us on this Stock Picker Monday and your first one one comes from the world of dentistry. That's right. Uh, Align Technologies, um, manu- or maker of Invisalign. So I'm sure some of the people listening probably have kids with with uh, things other than braces, the stuff that you and I might have grown up with. So we like the change in in orthodontia to clear aligners, and and Align Technology is the leader in that area. And uh, what do you like about it? Well, we like that people are transitioning from the braces, brackets, and wires to clear aligners. uh, And then we like uh, Align Technologies' dominant market share in that space. So it's also coming off of the pandemic woes where people were reluctant perhaps to see their orthodontist or consider new treatments. That seems to be thawing as our world is getting a little bit more normal, and that too is helping align. Know a lot of people who do uh, have Invisalign or uh, recently had the procedure done, but uh, whatever happened to the good old days of braces, Ken? Where you had this the big, you know, uh, the 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 mountain of metal in your mouth and headgears and uh, all of that stuff that uh, made our awkward teenage years uh, that much more awkward. Right. I think I think you answered the question, Rob. I think people shockingly don't want to look awkward. So if they can have straight teeth and, and the uh, benefits that accrue because of that, as well as perhaps not being in the corner of a party because you've got metal in your mouth, <laughs> uh, I think people will, will opt for that choice. And then your next stock uh, is one of the largest uh, public utilities in the U.S. That's right. Uh, next Era. Uh, it used to be FPL or Florida Power Light for some of your uh, listeners that might be more familiar with the history of the company. Obviously, Florida, a very good demographic. You, uh, you just had weather. Weather in Chicago, a little bit brisk, gets people thinking about maybe Miami or Tampa or Orlando. So the regulated part of next era, FPL, doing well as people continue to move to southern areas. And then the other growth kicker that has us enthused about it is their unregulated business that is uh, geared toward green power, so sun and wind uh, energy 
electric generation. Ken Crawford, Portfolio Manager with Argent Capital in Clayton, Missouri. Thank you for joining us today as uh, stock picks for the week. Once again, Align Technology, A-L-G-N, and Next Era Energy Corp, N-E-E. If you missed any part of today's show, just go back to our stream. Skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.